Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome or welcome back. Today, I want to talk about self-care because I've been having a lot of deep conversations in my personal life with my friends and my loved ones surrounding this topic, surrounding burnout and maladaptive expectations and discouragement and confusion around what it means to truly utilize self-care. And so that's what I want to talk about today, how we can integrate self-care into our everyday lives in a way that is balanced and natural for our own unique lifestyle and needs. Because burnout is something that is way too common, limiting beliefs surrounding what it means to be successful and surrounding what we need to do in order to feel worthy about ourselves are all too common as well. So I want to share some of the ways that I implement self-care into my everyday life in hopes that it inspires you to maybe try out these things or discover things that work for you that prevent you from reaching the point of burnout and always keep you aligned and grounded and in flow so that you are able to maximize your co-creating abilities and also just simply enjoy life. I believe that life shouldn't be taken so seriously all the time. It is a gift and we are here for a reason, but the stress and pressures that we put on ourselves, they're not productive. It doesn't get us anywhere except burnout and sadness and anxiety and illness. And so I hope this episode inspires you to create more balance in your life and hopefully help you understand that self-care doesn't have to look a certain way in order to be valuable or justified. It doesn't have to be grinding all week and then resting on Sunday where you only do face masks and drink tea. It can look like a nice, natural, aligned balance between taking restful breaks during the work week or whenever you feel called to without feeling guilty or without feeling like you have to wait after you've done enough things in order to take that break. So I'm going to share some ideas and some of the things that I do to integrate self-care every single day And I hope from the bottom of my heart that you feel inspired by this episode and that you take it easier on yourself and that you prevent burnout instead of treating the burnout after it's happened. So first, I want to talk about sleep. And I'm sure you've heard it before how important it is to get restful sleep and to have a schedule that feels good for you. But I'm not kidding. I am someone who went through six plus months of insomnia and I lost my marbles. I'll say it. It was absolutely terrible. I had so many offsets that stemmed from me not being able to sleep restfully at night. I was sleeping maybe two to four hours a night. I had so much stress and anxiety around sleep. I wasn't able to perform my best. I had foggy thoughts. I was emotional all the time. And yes, it's an extreme case, but after taking the time to really find a way to get the most restful sleep and to get myself on a great sleeping schedule, I have never felt better physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. I mean, in every facet of my life. And that to me, getting a good night's sleep is the epitome of self-care. 
Maybe not doing everything you want to do in your morning routine to get that extra hour or two of sleep. Or saying no to staying at the bar for an extra few hours so that you can go and get a restful night's sleep because you know you have to be up early the next day. This is all self-care. And it may take some discipline in the beginning, but then once you find the sleeping routine that really works for you and you feel the benefits of that throughout your day, it's something that you're going to enjoy doing and you're going to feel really, really good about doing it. Another thing that I've been implementing is intentional showering. So intentional showering, whether it be in the morning or the night or the afternoon, whenever it is that you shower, what you do is when you're there and you're washing yourself under the water is you set intentions. Water is so powerful. That element has so much energy and so much wisdom and so much potential for growth and integration. And so setting intentions with the water, sending love to all of your body parts as you cleanse them. These things are little ways that you can implement mindfulness, meditation, intention setting, and self-care while you're doing something that you would have been doing anyway. So it's not taking any extra time. All it's doing is you're focusing your energy and your intent as you are showering and you're really maximizing that time. So not only are you implementing proper hygiene, but you're also implementing spiritual and emotional growth as well. And this process can be seen as a mindfulness and meditation technique as well. So if you're someone who has a hard time meditating in the traditional sense where you close your eyes and sit cross-legged and empty your mind, this could be a really great step in the right direction for you as you try to focus your energy into the present moment more fluidly. Another way you can implement self-care throughout your day is to unplug. Go an hour or two without your phone or more if you're able to. In today's culture, unplugging is something that is so necessary and offers a lot of relief to our bodies and our minds. We don't even realize how much we rely on technology for every single thing, every single function. And so intentionally unplugging and allowing yourself to just be in your body or in nature or with friends is something that we don't even realize we crave and has so many benefits. And I'm not going to lie, this is something that I was really uncomfortable doing at first. I didn't even realize that I was one of those people that was addicted to their phones, but I guess in a sense I was because I would intentionally go an hour without my phone and there were so many times that I went to go grab it or I got a little nervous when I didn't see it next to me. And that really made me take a step back and reflect on my values and my routine and how much I spend my time on autopilot. I didn't really realize that and so it was a big awakening call for me and it was definitely humbling because I am someone who really values personal development and implementing techniques that I know will benefit me, and yet I didn't even realize that the device I carry around with me is something that has actually been limiting me and preventing me from truly aligning with my higher self and from truly grounding and being present in the moment. And so now I try to every day spend a few hours without my phone, and with every day that I do it, it does get easier and easier. So this may be something that takes a little more discipline, Maybe you can only do 30 minutes and I just say to that, be gentle on yourself, be compassionate with yourself. Everything's a learning experience. If you're someone who's addicted to their phones, you're not alone. I was that way. There's so many other people that are like that. And just know that with every day that you do it and you implement the self-care practice, it's just more energy that's going towards your personal growth and the better and better you will feel as you do it. 
And along the same lines of technology use, wearing blue light glasses when you are at your computer or you're scrolling on your phone is actually a great self-care technique as well because we don't realize how these blue lights are so harsh on our eyes and can give us mental strain or headaches or whatever it may be. And so simply wearing these glasses, I got mine off Amazon for $10. They were super affordable. They're super cute. I really like them. Just wearing them, not only can it be a fashion accessory if you're someone who's into playing around with fashion, but it's something that you, it's a way for you to show your body that you care about it and that you want to protect it and make sure that it is safe and healthy and always feeling its best. And so why not throw in a pair of glasses, protect your eyes, protect your head, and send some extra love and care to yourself. And another thing to note, when you make it a habit to put on your blue light glasses before you scroll or before you go on your laptop or use really any device with blue light, that's a big reminder of how much you actually use technology and how much you are scrolling because you don't wear those glasses usually. And so now that you're putting them on more, you really get to see how much you are relying on technology instead of just everyday life experiences. So another great way to implement self-care is to, instead of filling your extra time with scrolling on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, instead fill it with mindfulness or journaling or checking in on a friend or thinking of things that you're grateful for. Because it's so common when we have an extra 10 minutes or we're waiting in line at the grocery store or the bank or wherever we are to immediately rely on our devices to protect us from interactions with other people. That sounds absolutely crazy, but it's true. Somehow we've become so afraid of human interaction and uncomfortable and anxious, and we immediately deflect to our phones and our devices in order to not have to deal with it. And that's something that's very sad. I went through this practice one week where I didn't go on my phone when I was waiting or when I was in public, and instead I observed my peers at school, and I observed my fellow human beings at grocery stores and other places. And it did make me really sad to see the lack of connection. And it's funny because we think we're going on social media to connect with more people. And in a way that's very true, I've made so many friends that I couldn't have otherwise made without my phone. But when we're out and about in our day, it actually limits our connection and stifles us from having meaningful conversations I mean, the universe uses us to communicate to other people all the time. You are a vessel. You are a conduit of source. There are so many times when strangers say things to me and it hits me, or it reminds me of something else, or it it leads me on a string of coincidences that I may not have otherwise been on had I not had that conversation with that stranger. And I know that there are things that I say sometimes to other people that I don't really know where it comes from, and then they tell me later on that it really affected them or motivated them or helped them in some way. And I just know that it wasn't me speaking, it was Source speaking through me to help them. And so when we just deflect to our phones in public, we are stifling off that connection. And it can really limit us as as human beings, as spiritual beings living this physical existence. Along the same line, something that can really connect us back to our inner selves, to Source, to other people, is to spend more time in nature. Even if that's a 15-minute walk outside or five minutes of enjoying the sun, utilizing this extra time in your day instead of just filling it with scrolling but filling it with nature or setting time aside, making time to ground in nature, to go for a walk, 
to enjoy the sun, to take off your shoes and walk in the grass, to literally hug a tree if that's something you're feeling called to do. Any way to connect back to nature. I know that I feel my best and I have the most energy and I feel the healthiest and the strongest when I connect with nature every single day. I live in a place where there's seasons and so when it's spring, summer, fall, I am always outside. I do my work outside, I go for morning walks, I run around with my dog outside. And then when the winter comes, I really do feel this loss of connection to self and loss of connection to source. And I didn't even realize where this was coming from until I took a step back and I reflected and realized that I feel my best and most connected and most in my power when I'm outside and when I'm in nature. And when the weather starts to get colder or when I'm really busy, I don't have that connection as much. And so this season of winter that has just passed for me, I really, really put in the effort to go outside. Even though it was cold, even though it was rainy and snowy and whatnot, I took many trips up to the mountains in Vermont. I really made sure that I was getting that connection because I knew that that was what was best for my health and that was what made me feel the best. And so that is a form of self-care. Spending time in nature every single day, making that commitment to yourself, even just 15 minutes of walking in the sun or walking by the water can truly transform your health and your mindset and your connection. Another form of self-care that we may not think about a lot is having an empowered no. By saying no to people and things that do not serve you. So many of us are people pleasers. So many of us empaths and spiritual beings try to help as many people as possible and it's so beautiful. But we cannot do that to the detriment of our own selves. And so saying no to things is perfectly okay and you are allowed to do it. Saying no to people, saying no to social events that don't fuel you, saying no to food and beverages that you know don't align with your being. And then also saying yes, saying empowered yeses and making the time for things that do fuel you. Sometimes you have to say no to certain people or things in order to make the space for the things that will truly change your life and truly help you in every sense of the phrase. And so saying no and yes in a way that feels true to your core and aligns with why you're here may take some practice, but it really is a form of self-care that can transform your life. Another thing you can do is take breaks from work so you never hit a wall. At least in the Western world, I know hustle culture is big. Grinding and doing all that you can is something that has been drilled into our minds from a very, very young age. And a lot of us have these maladaptive belief systems that our worth equates to how much output we can do or how much we can achieve. And success comes from sacrifice and working long, hard hours. But what we believe, we will perceive. What we believe, we will receive. So if we believe that in order to be successful, you need to work really hard and sacrifice, then you will not achieve success without working really hard and sacrificing. But if you change that belief system, if you rewire your subconscious mind and you tell yourself, no, success comes when I am balanced, when I'm aligned, when I'm healthy, when I'm strong, when I'm spiritually connected, when I fuel my relationships and my social life, then you will achieve and receive success when you are balanced and aligned and doing all of those positive things. Everything really does start with mindset because what you believe you will receive and perceive in your reality. And so you have the power to change those maladaptive belief systems to work in your favor. 
I am big on prevention instead of fixing things when they're already broken. And so when you're working or you have a long week ahead of you or you know you're going to be stressed with just a lot of stuff on your case, ask the universe to take some things off your plate. Delegate if you can. And take breaks when you feel necessary so that you never get to the point of burnout, so you never hit a wall. Because part of life is learning how to take the challenges that the universe throws at you and grow from them, to transmute them. And so if you're someone who is working a lot or you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself or you feel completely suffocated by how much schoolwork you have to do or by how much is on your plate, be proactive. More importantly, be preventative. Don't let yourself get to that point of breakdown. Give yourself the space to rest and relax. Because once you change your mindset and you say that I can get everything done because I have taken the time to rest, because I have done the things that fueled me, like journaling, like getting a few extra hours of sleep, like taking that walk in nature. It's not, oh, I can get all of it done if I squeeze in self-care. It's like, no, I can get everything done to the best of my ability because I practice self-care. Changing the way you speak about yourself and to yourself, changing your mindset. Because now you will find that everything happens a lot faster and with greater ease and abundance and clarity because you've taken that time to rest, because that is the thoughts that you believe. If you feel guilty about your self-care practices, they're not going to have as much value and weight. And another thing I want to note, which will be my last form of self-care that I want to talk about today, is expressing gratitude. Even thinking the challenges that come up in your life, thinking the lessons that you had to learn, thinking your cup of coffee, thinking the water that you drink, thinking the stranger that smiled at you, or thinking your friend for checking in. Something that I've been practicing is thinking the food and drink that I'm about to consume before I consume it. It changes the energy of the food. It makes it taste better. It makes me enjoy the experience of eating and fueling and nourishing my body. Expressing gratitude to things in our life takes seconds and we can do it in our head. There's really no excuse not to do it. It has so many benefits. It raises our vibration. It makes us enjoy life. It gives us a better mindset. Expressing gratitude is a form of self-care because that energy gets reflected back to us tenfold. All of these little lifestyle changes, all of these little self-care techniques add up to radically transform our mood, mindset, energy level, vibration, happiness, everything. We don't realize how much pressure we put on ourselves and how often we're in autopilot mode. So taking the time to be present and also integrate self-care practices that will give us relief when we don't even realize that we need it, that we crave so deeply is something that can truly transform our lives. So I encourage you to open a journal or open the notes page in your phone and jot down some of the things maybe from this episode or other things that you've brainstormed, just ways that you can implement self-care throughout your day, ways that you can show yourself and your body and your mind and your soul more love and more care because you truly are so worthy and deserving of the absolute most this life has to offer. Okay, my beautiful friend, that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. If this resonated, if this helped you, if this inspired you, please message me on Instagram because I would love to know some of the things that you want to implement into your everyday or maybe some of the things that you already do to practice self-care that I didn't mention here. I would love to have that conversation with you and gain some more inspiration from your insights as well. So please 
If this message inspired you, if you have any ideas or you want to ask any questions, please reach out. I would love, 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 love to talk to you. I am sending as much light and love as I possibly can to the mic and I will talk to you soon. Bye.